make like a tree and get out of here. That was it's leave, you idiot. Make like a tree and leave. You sound like a damn fool when you say it like that. It's one of the Back to the Futures. Ah, this is the test for you. I'm going to assume... One, two, or three. It's definitely... Oh, fuck. I was going to completely rule out the third, but I'm not sure. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, just take one, two, or three. But the first part was Doc and the second part was Marty, and I'm going to say the mm. second. It's actually Biff. It is? Yeah, Biff says it. He Fs up common sayings throughout all of the trilogy, <laughs> and that's just one of them. But yes, that is Biff from number two. That's what I said. 1989. I sure hope I said that. Anyway. <laughs> we'll Elizabeth Shue out. replaces the other one as the chick. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Nods appreciatory to myself. So long, Earth. Catch you on the flip side. Power Rangers. <laughs> it's Morphin Time. Now, that's Apollo 13 from 1995. Oh, a terrible movie. And a real easy one. It goes... The pen is blue. That would be liar, liar. I got one for you, Jade. Uh-oh. Hold on to your ah! butts. Jurassic Park. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Come on! Alright, here we are on the podcast. Blah, blah. It's episode <laughs> near with near near. Imagine if a whole episode of that. Pew, 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 pew. Yes, it has been one month since our last episode. Yeah, so can you tell I'm rusty? I don't even know who you like, are what or what words? I am. How do yeah. I speak? Uh, but yeah, this is uh, season six, episode ten of not another podcast. It's episode ten? Series finale. No season shit. finale series. Wow, we're definitely coming back for a season <laughs> seven. <laughs> oh, it's favorite number. Look at you spiking. Sorry, apologies. We've got a new Have garage band happening here. Big Mac update over the weekend. So if noise is different, it's Jade's <laughs> laptop's fault. Your MacBook's <laughs> Correct, fucking say us mine, up. But you're lucky. I just oh. want people to know that, you know, you're made of money because you got a MacBook <laughs> and shit. <laughs> I don't know about that. Also, and tune in at the end where I give away Jade's address and <laughs> you're welcome to loot. <laughs> Go. So who's kicking off? What have you watched lately? You, because I've been uh, not quite the the watcheruna, so Ooh. we might as well have the person who actually has watched stuff. A list. Well, I thought my list wouldn't be as extensive as the previous episode because in the previous episode we had had quite a few weeks of school holidays. Then for some reason I just need to get a life. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's been a away. it's been a month. Yo. Well, I know. Yeah, that's really what it is. It has been one month of recording what I've watched since the last episode. The first thing I watched was. The movie Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. It's on Netflix based on a true ah. story from 2018. One of my favorite comedians, Tom Segura, has got a part in that. Oh, nice. There are a few familiar faces. He's a large-ish bloke, mm-hmm. balding with a beard. Right. And the blonde chick, Boston chick from 
Spencer Confidential. That would be Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah, she's got a small part in there. She's pretty funny. Like, she's sitting in the adoption room and she's like, what sort of kid would you want? She basically describes, like, a black athlete. And they'll turn to her and go, so basically you want to be Sandra Bullock from the blind side? <laughs> That's <laughs> everything she says. She's trying to be the next Sandy B. <laughs> You're like, That's not a reason to adopt a child. That was based on a true story, right? This was based on a true story. Uh, so She knows what she wants. It's actually quite... Yeah, it's actually quite sweet. You get a few laughs out of it because they adopt three kids at one time. So it's a big adjustment. But yeah, it's it's quite fun. I watched Logan Lucky for the first time. Ah, thoughts. Yeah, good. Yeah, good cast. I Obviously, it appealed to me earlier on because of the cast. I just never got to it for whatever reason. And then you mentioned you were watching it more recently. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd need to get Damn to that. Damn fine cast. Uh, Very. Elvis's granddaughter. Uh, the <laughs> dude that plays the dude that plays Kylo Ren. Um, yep. The, the dude. This who, is how we can refer to all actors. It's just not their name, but what else have they been in? My mum, because she's a creep, she only remembers movie titles where there's half naked dudes. So, so the guy Magic from Magic Mike. Mike. Yep. And uh, of course, everyone's favorite, the the least talented one from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, but yes, we shall not name her because she really is. And a guy who who broke <laughs> the mold of James Bond because he he was blunt. Uh-huh. Well, well played. So if you could pick up on all of those actors' names, you know, slide into our DMs and let us know. Yeah, let's. <laughs> let's. I read Birds of Prey, the comic, so the graphic novel, Rebirth Volume 3, which was the final in the series for the uh, the Rebirth series. Um, watch Donnie Darko. We could both talk about that from 2001. No, thank you. Suck a fuck. Oh, suck <laughs> a fu- How does one suck a fuck? Great movie quote. Jake Gyllenhaal and his sister Maggie star in that one. Drew Barrymore, producer. She's got a small role in that. I forget the director's name. It's a relatively unknown person. Yeah. Uh, when his name popped up, I was mm. like, has this motherfucker done anything yeah. else? And I didn't bother to look into nah. it. I was more enamored by it. Enamored? Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the cast. Yes, like, definitely. I was just like, oh, shit. Look at all these people. And um, that's 20 years old this year, that film. And I just had I'd come up on Jake Gyllenhaal's Instagram. I'm like, shit, I haven't watched that in... At least 15 years, I need to go check that out. Purchased it straight away, got it sent here. And then since then, I even lent it to you so you could watch it. And we're like, I did not remember this. But it still felt quite familiar and just love the end montage with Gary Jules' Mad World. And with it being 20 years old mm. means that Jake Gyllenhaal is in his 40s. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And the movie, you sent me a text going, oh, I forgot this was a period piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? What yeah, are you referring to? Absolutely Bitch and banging soundtrack for yeah, that. Yeah, it has great 80s soundtrack. And as you said, Seth Rogen's in it. It's his debut film. You're like, yeah, you tell me he was in this. Please a thug. Yeah, he's not a likable guy. And there's that he gets away with his, his thing as well. He has one moment where he <laughs> gets yeah, that yeah. Seth Rogen laugh. Very distinct laugh. Um, I watched Midnight Sky, the 2020 George Clooney directed film. Directed? Netflix exclusive. Yeah, ah, he okay. acts, he's the lead. He directs Guy in Space, basically. He's like the last uh, one left on Earth. I think this is one that uh, my mother told mm, me about and then did, yes. started describing yeah. as well as someone else. Like I remember the, you talking about this on a podcast previously like because she was terrible at describing it or just yeah, not making it appealing. Yeah, but then she was like telling me plot points. I'm like, no. do you ever think that I want to <laughs> fucking watch this? She's like, oh, you'll you get around to it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. A, it doesn't sound like something I'd like. And she always starts conversations with, oh, you'll like this and I know that, that I won't. <laughs> I also watched Miss Sloan from 2016, which is Jessica Chastain. She plays a mm-hmm. lobbyist. That's mm-hmm. a woman right there. So, you know, very Aaron Sorkin vibe, even though it's not written or directed by him. Just Aaron like very Sorkin. fast. He did um, 
uh, White, what's the White House TV show? White House TV show. Uh, is it literally just called The White House? No. Mm. You know, the one, the one that was set in DC in the oh, 90s? Geez, really? Set in the 90s. You're not talking about The West Wing, are you? The West Wing. Okay. Okay, The White House, apparently. <laughs> And no, the West like, Wing's in the White House, so mozzle top. And he did Newsroom, Aaron Sorkin. Uh-huh. So very fast-paced, very like, could be going over your head if you're not paying close attention. See, I thought the West Wing was just very network. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it just looked like a, yeah, a lot of people say it. it's the most, like, a really good fucking mm. show, but it just looked very... Yeah. But it did last, like, 11 seasons Oh, my mate shit. Tim has watched it three times through, I think. He rewatched the whole thing when he was living with me. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> Uh, Excusey and I finished season five of Veep via Binge. As you do. Um, and she lost out on presidency once again, so we don't know what's going to happen with the last two seasons. But, man, there was um, an episode called C-U-N-T Gate, and they say the C word at least 25 times in the episode. It is so unexpected by HBO. But it happens, and you're like, Surely that's it. Surely that's the quota. Nope. Another one dropped. Another one dropped. Wait, did you say unexpected by HBO? Well, unexpected that many times. Because I know you've talked right. about um, Hayley, Kaylee Cuoco talking about oh, how they yeah, can yeah. throw him in there for Harley Quinn. Yep. But like maybe one an episode, not 25 well, in they, 25 minutes. They said the sweet spot was 30 something. Okay. Or was that for the F-bomb? That works. 32? Well, that's the thing. It's a very different word. So yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, it continues mm. to entertain. I finally watched Justice League Flashpoint Paradox from 2013. How fucking good yeah, is it? so cool. It just turns everything on the head to make really iconic people bad. You got Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Superman and anorexic. Yep. Uh, the what's Tom, Thomas Wayne is Batman. Yeah, yeah. And yep. fucking, what's his mom's name? Moira? That doesn't oh, sound yeah. right. I fucked it up yeah, by saying her the wrong name. But she's the Joker, yeah, you know? Yeah, the fact that... And that's like a throwaway thing too. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, yeah... The fact that it's Bruce that dies and the dad that goes on yeah. with the vengeance. That was a pretty cool twist. Um, and then and I Aquaman with... goes fucking mad. Yeah, yeah. Is it because Wonder Woman stops banging him or something? I forget. Oh, yeah, probably. I would be mad too. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. And then Especially I watched that with... I don't know if I... Yeah, I watched that with Scusi. And then he brought around Batman Death in the Family, which is a 2020 animated release and mm-hmm. the front cover is Batman holding Robin who's died and it's a choose your own adventure type thing so Fuck you choose off, really? three options at the end of each scene and so we loaded up <laughs> and I had to have a good laugh I actually wrote down each of our choices so we could do it differently on another occasion and obviously Robin gets trapped in this building it's about to explode Batman's on his way you don't know if he's going to get there and then it cuts to and it's like you should know Robin will die however you can choose one of the three options. And, you, and it's timing down as well. Like you're pressured to make the decision, boom, then and there. So it's counting down. Excuse me, I have to converse before we make the decision. It's like Batman, no, Batman saves Robin. Robin narrowly escapes. Robin dies. We're like, all right, this is it. Just Batman saves him. No, Batman saves him. He's on his way. He, he could be close enough. Boom, Batman dies. <laughs> and we're like, um, that's not meant to happen. It's meant to be Robin that dies, not fucking Batman. We're five minutes in and we've already killed the main character. So we had to have a laugh about that. And we had seven more choices throughout the whole... It's a short film. It's like 20-odd minutes. And we're like, look, we need to go back and just make a very different decision in the first one. So we go, boom, Robin dies. And then we get no more choices for the rest of the next 20 minutes because that's how the story is meant to play out. <laughs> Just had a bit of a laugh about killing Batman so quickly. That's pretty hilarious. It is pretty funny. 
Um, I watched. We watched a, uh, a DC short that was on the Batman Blu-ray called Sergeant Rock. I'd never heard of that comic character before, but it was Sergeant pretty interesting. Rock, eh? He's like an army dude, but he has the help of like classic monsters fighting by his side. Classic monsters like uh, werewolf, werewolf and a, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Frankenstein type character. You mean like Frankenstein's monster or the Doctor? Yeah, I got you good. Oh, the monster, the monster. Yeah, good yeah. point. Friends season six, a film called The Glass Cal- Castle with Brie Larson, Woody Harrelson, Naomi Watts, directed by the same guy who did Short Term 12. Interesting cast. And Just Mercy. Yeah, it was really good based on a true story from 2017. I finished, I played and finished Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS4. Bloody loved it. Did you love all the New Yorkisms? Loved especially it like and the how they Puerto changed Ricans it and shit? Oh, 100%. And I 100%ed the map. because. <laughs> Stace was trying to do that the other day. I think she accomplished it. Yeah. And now she's treated herself. Very satisfied. With uh, the PS5 version of oh. the, the dual Spider-Man yeah. and Miles oh, Morales cool. thing. So Had she played the out. first one previously? Yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah. So good. Um, then Scusi and I watched a film that had actually come out of, was it Indonesia? It's called Valentine, Dark, Adventure, Dark Avenger. It's about a female who becomes a, a kind of superhero vigilante um, for the sake of these dudes who want to shoot a film and then they obviously get involved with real baddies. I watched Green Book. Did you watch that? No, I haven't watched it yeah, yet. Yeah, cool. it's, look, very... Um, Racist. Heavy in sets that it deals with a lot of racism in the fifties, but so well done. And uh, Vigo Mortensen is hilarious. I can't imagine. I mean, it's I, so funny. I just can't imagine him as an Italian. Oh, he does it so well. I believe he yeah. would. I just can't at this yeah, moment. It's so good. Once I see it, I know I'll like it. But. <laughs> you just laugh at him. And then continuing on on that theme, I uh, said in the eighties, I watched Just Mercy with this Jamie Fox and Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, Michael's trying uh, plays a lawyer trying to get people off death row. Bawled my eyes out, but good ending. Um, I watched season seven of Friends, and I finished a book called Caging Skies, which was the um, book that Taka Watiti adapted into Jojo Rabbit. No shit. Yeah. What was it called? Caging Skies. That's an interesting name for a. It is anything. Because mm-hmm. how do you cage a sky? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I could go into the metaphor of it, but I won't. What have you watched lately? Uh, stuff. Oh, same. Not a lot, really, to be honest. I mean, I have. Donnie watched, Darko. I watched Donnie, Donnie D. Yeah. And the, the, the Wesley crew. Hey. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just burning. Yeah, meow, meow, I, I'm happy. Meow, meow. I got my fucking Blu-rays back. I'm yeah. burning through them. Mm-hmm. I've got a list. I'm checking it twice. Mm-hmm. I love the tick emoji because once I watch that shit, I fucking oh, put I a tick it. next to the motherfucker. Sense of accomplishment. Yep. But I'm burning through a lot of the ones that I kind of question that I have in my possession. So, for example, I watched Universal Soldier: The oh, Return wow. the other day, the sequel. Oh right. God awful fucking film. Like terrible, uh, okay. horrible acting. Was that one that I got a copy of for you? No. I got a bunch no, you're think, of you're thinking stuff. Of, you're thinking of Under Siege, I think. Right. Which is understandable because they both start with a U. <laughs> no, I'm saying actually. Mm. And the second word is an S. Siege oh, and confusing. Soldier. But anyway, like it's horribly acted. Action's half decent, but it's like a big budget movie. You wonder like how the fuck they spent all that money basically on what yeah. looks like shit. And there's this news reporter chick who. It seems like her only direction was, you want to get the story, but like as the story progresses, her tone's the exact same. Like, you can't keep this from me. I'm, I'm, I'm a reporter. 
And it's like a cameraman's dead. I'm a reporter. I'm going to get the story. Like buildings burning down around her. I'm a reporter. It's like this is terrible. Terrible. Goddamn terrible. Most interesting part is they, they go to a strip club because he needs to use the internet. And some woman hits on her. And she, and Jean-Claude comes up and be like, <laughs> oh, that was interesting. And she's like, she's not my type. And she's like, mm. <laughs> What year was this from? Like 99. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Right before Y2K. And they've <laughs> made up for it. They've made a bunch of actually half-decent oh. Universal Soldier movies that have gone straight to DVD. Nice. That aren't like a carnival show that you right. demand your money back for. You can redeem yeah, itself. I'm just, I'm flying through my Blu-rays. I'm still watching like Breaking Bad. I'm listening to my Sopranos podcast. I'm watching on episodically as they review them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been only watched a handful of wrestling because I'm really hating it at the moment. Mm. And uh, I'm really keen just for the footy season to start back yeah, up. Yeah, soon. And uh, yeah, watch some episodes of the Rook Rook. Yes, you know? Rookie. There's been two more since then. I can hook you up with it. Yeah, and I bought my actual. Oh, wait. <coughs> I uh, look forward to it. <laughs> but yeah, like, and like I said a few episodes back, just, you know, blasting Spotify, letting them take the reins. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much enjoying American Psycho. I'm at least a third through now. Which is good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Third. Nice. Nice. Yes. Season seven. We've got a book club coming for you. I think it was like page mm-hmm. 50, somewhere between 50 and okay. 60 was the first time he spoke about like violence. Yes. Yeah. Where he, it's like a throwaway thing about I have a serrated blade in my pocket. I'm going to stab, mm-hmm. you know, McDonald or McDermott yeah. or something. I was like, oh, oh, which he does it in the film. And you're like, why is no one hearing this or at least responding to it? And then, um, then it kind of escalates from there where mm-hmm. it's like, you you know, it's like, you dumb bitch. I want to like, you mm. know, tear your throat out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then cool, anytime cool, there's cool. a chapter I've said to you before called Girls, just get, brace yourself. Okay. It just gets worse and worse. Well, there's there's been the, the one semi-heavy sex scene so far mm-hmm. and his constant use oh, of the yeah. C word. Which that was, was the threesome? Or? No, 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 no. I haven't got that far yet. This was just a highly, right. uh, like high on volume mm-hmm. Courtney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she freaks out because he is using protection, but he's not using spermicidal lube, which Mm. is, you know, but yeah. More of that to come in our book club segment in season seven. Very much enjoying it. American Psycho. And yeah, Brandon Ellis or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Brett Easton Ellis. My bad, Brett Easton Ellis. Shout uh, out. Definitely going to get more of his books because I like the cut of that motherfucker's jib. to be with you alone and talk about the weather what the fuck gotta love that small talk <laughs> yeah i mean if i had got someone alone i don't mm-hmm. know if uh, if they were a stranger perhaps that's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. But don't know them yet fair enough but uh a donny darko inspired song for y'all going into this next segment by tears for fears head over heels i think we call it, it was called um, yes we called it that not those <laughs> pricks not tears for fears we made the decision for them trailers 
ties into what have you watched lately? Now with the Super Bowl having recently uh, happened, <laughs> happened, I was going to say existed. TB <laughs> man, seven rings now, right? Mm-hmm. What a fucking mm-hmm. mad dog that dude uh, is. They're saying like he's the goat of all sport. That's all, fair. Yeah, which is fair comment. Definitely for his sport. Is it NFL <laughs> or NRL? No, yeah. it's NFL. Okay, good. Let's. They call it football. Let's move on before Even I. No uh, Barely show more ignorance towards some of these American sports. Uh, in the past week, we hit over 1,600 downloads of our episodes. Yeah, beat that, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, seven. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, shout out to our 16, 1,600th listener, Young Chase. So shout out from the podcast to you, 20-minute mark. That's where we're at. Cool name, Chase. Cool. Too bad about your haircut. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. I've never seen you. <laughs> you don't even know him. All good. So, with the Super Bowl comes new trailers. So, I've seen a few recently that I can mention. You can see if you have seen also. Did they um, drop Mm -hmm. any Marvel trailers in that motherfucker? Mm, Only the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. A proper trailer, not the teaser. still haven't watched. I only saw the stuff. Because it popped up on Instagram with the half screen thing. I'm just saying that Mm. they were lacking in either an interrogation room or something. This is definitely a a trailer, especially when you compare it to the previous little tease that they released a month or so ago before WandaVision came out. But yeah, you're getting much more of an idea of what's going on in that show. Well, not as much as you can anyway. So yeah, they did release uh, the new trailer for that, which is out on the 19th of March. So that's a month away already. And... I mentioned to you last time you were here how good WandaVision has gotten. So mm-hmm. I have now even more high hopes for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that thing you were trying desperately mm-hmm. not to tell me, I think got spoiled via uh, Twitter. So I'll just ask, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. young Maximoff the brother? Is, was was he introduced somehow in the show? Yes. but was the that one, the spoiler? Yes, but the one from X-Men. Yeah, that was yeah. the joke. Because yeah. there's, there's a meme going around of Kick-Ass scene. They, they both play uh, Maximoff, but Correct. Quicksilver. And they were both in Kick-Ass. Right. Oh, one. were they? Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yes, he does turn up because obviously we can acknowledge that um, Disney now have rights to Fantastic Four and X-Men who were previously Sony. See. Um, so that was a nice little twist and it's just a little uh, indication that they're able to just grab people from this multiverse that exists out there, which is what we're going to see in the next Spider-Man. They released a new trailer for Fast 9. Another one. Fast and the Furious, Charlize Theron, so John Cena. going to be like the that four-minute one they had before where the fucking helicopter picks yeah. up the car or something. Now this one, I'm assuming, John Cena the rest plays of it. Finn Diesel's brother. Yep. We had we <laughs> spoke about this and how nonsense, nonsensical it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping the action sequences. I'm, I'm going to see it every but time. It's not even good action. It's Might as well be watching Universal Soldier The Return. God. Fair, yeah, is fair Michelle enough. Rodriguez in it? Uh, yes. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> Yeah, double ganger. She son. and Jord- Jordana Brewster. I don't give a shit. I don't look like her. Oh, <laughs> just your double ganger. Oh my god. Uh oh god. Now I don't remember what some of these are. One called Old, and another one by M Night Shyamalan, which looked really good, called Nobody. And then one that I'm now actually really keen to see coming to America, coming to Amazon on the fifth. That's like two, three weeks away. It will be on Amazon Prime. Just fucking use your words. What is it? Oh, wait, the Stramalon one. No, I'm talking about coming to America. 
Oh, I thought you were saying it's coming to American cinemas. Yes, I'm very keen on that also. Oh, it looks a great cast. Yes, got a great cast. And I was genuinely laughing at the trailer and and interested in the storyline and everything that it had to offer. So I wasn't previously interested in it, but I don't know if I've actually seen the first one. It should definitely still be on Netflix. Okay. So I can uh, check it out in the next three weeks. And I mean, it it might not meet your uh, modern. Because mm, the other one does. Feel I very think modern. it's in the 80s. Yes. Le- like late 80s, so mm-hmm. it's all right. But there might be things in it that bother you, but I don't know. Still, yeah, it'll be worth it just to have the context for the sequel because I don't like going into sequels without having seen on the first one. I could I could mm. give everybody a layout, but it'll probably people accuse me of some kind of like racism if I do any Murphy impressions, even though I'm good at them. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I won't do that. But good movie. You refrain from doing that. Um, And then they just released two days ago the Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. There's been so many teasers leading up to it, but this is officially another trailer. I think I recognized two or three scenes that were in the previous cut, but everything else looked new. And obviously there's twice as much footage. Yeah. Yep. The very end of the trailer is Jared Leto turning around long hair and speaking to Ben Affleck's Batman. So... Yeah, like we we discussed last episode, like we really don't know what it means to be a Jack a, a Zack Snyder cut, but just a lot of new content and four hours of footage for us to sift through. I just want to know who paid for all this because oh, yeah, DC I don't, know, don't, yeah. don't don't they wanted their vision, not Snyder's. But they vision. must have been must have been HBO Max who were streaming it, uh, yeah. and they've got money. So. HBO were fucking got cashish out the wazoo son mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good for them so i feel like it's probably then but definitely we'll check that out i don't think i've ever sat and watched a four-hour film though the closest i know you I have got, watched director's yeah. cuts oh yeah but still never that long closest thing i've ever took four hours i think was the irishman which was just oh, a shade yeah. under four hours that's which true. surprisingly was an easy watch mm. even though i watched it in two parts essentially right and end game was three yep yeah so I've definitely sat through three but four will be something else and whether I do it in one sitting or two, I don't like to chop up movies. And also, you don't like to pause. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be bursted by the end of it. I was going to say, just wear a diaper. They have those for adults. I'll invest. Yeah. Just wear some loose fin pants too, so no one will notice. No one will ever Even know. Even though it's just mags and you probably watching it, unless you watch it with Skusy. Sure. And then you can get him a diaper too. <laughs> diaper buddies. You are staying on the couch. You have no <laughs> choice. You're going to piss your pants. <laughs> I don't know why I became American. But anyway, uh, you know, so our next step, I'll be able to report to you on what it's like to wear a diaper at the age of 34. Cheers. I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes and you'll see the size of the flames. Dwelling in the past, it's burning on my brain. Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. Pain. Gotta love a bit of biscuits. Sorry for the delayed start there at the start of that segment. Yeah, we're rusty. Technology, friends, technology. Also, the theme of today, rust. 
E. Oh, God. Rusty's. Yeah, because we won't even talk about the last time you came around to record. <laughs> we can, but like, literally I... Fun story. Yeah, my priorities to get here was mm. to make sure I had my book that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I got mm-hmm. off the train, I realized I didn't pack my mic, which I'm currently talking into. Which we needed then for the new app. we had a great idea to troubleshoot and try to use mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm. microphone. And mm-hmm. then Jade was scared that she killed her fucking <laughs> MacBook. <laughs> Very nervous. There was no figuring it out. And there was tutorials by Americans, Canadians. <laughs> what? Hey, everybody. What's good? Um, and uh, yeah, then we, we failed miserably. We could not solve the problem, so Mofo turned around and went on home. I went home. Um, but yeah. with a copy of Donnie Darko, so not yeah. at, a, at a total loss. Um, but Probably ate something. Uh, <laughs> watched some shit. I think I constructed some Lego that night and watched some you Japanese wrestling. You did. You wrestling. sent me a photo of me and Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put that in the, um, the, the pictures on the Instagram. <laughs> I just winked everybody. Wink. <laughs> yeah. I get to use it for once. Audio medium wink. Oh, right. my God. Well, in today's I just gave myself a headache. I'm sorry. season finale, our feature film myself. is called Promising Young Woman. It's currently in Australian cinemas and streaming for other viewers around the world. Can I do a Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell talking mm. about oh. the plot? <laughs> like they did at the Golden So Boys. she's a promising young woman and yep. she rides in a town and says, you get out. All right. Pretty right. much, and then everything else you that's, explain that's comes a little, back to you get out. That's a little niche for Jade and I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so the lead of this film is Kerry Mulligan. It is directed by Emerald Fennell. I know her. She was in Drive, right? <laughs> Correct. Wow, well done. Thanks. And The Suffragettes and An Education. Um, been, been in a lot of films, actually. Who the fuck else in it? Yes. Brie Larson. Yes. Yeah, no, she's no, Alison Brie, not Brie Larson. Alison Brie. Um, Adam Brody has a small part. Um, Wait, the creep from sh- OC? Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge. I know the name, but... Legally I Blonde, Bend and Snap. The bigger girl that's... Uh, two broke girls. Oh, the, yeah, 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 like yeah. the mum in American Pie. Yeah. The yeah, milk, yeah, yeah, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Laverne Cox um, and a bunch of other unknowns. Um, what was his name in Superbad? Uh, McLovin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christopher Pint Simmons or something. Oh, yeah. you Yeah. Christopher Mintz Plassey or Plass. Whatever that is, but the director he, is... He, in oh. Bad oh. Neighbours, his character has a huge Johnson. Oh. Have you ever seen Bad Neighbours? Yes, I have, actually. I yes. only watched it's it because I am a whore for Rose Byrne. Yes, I knew this. And uh, I watched it. I wasn't completely disappointed, mm-hmm. so that was all right. You kind of knew what you are going in for. You got a little yeah. bit out of it. My favorite part in the whole movie is when um, they're, the sorority's doing like a Robert De Niro day. And they're all dressed up like as Robert De Niro characters. Oh, and then cool. someone's there dressed as something not even remotely related to Robert De Niro, which is kind of funny. But Dave yeah, Franco, right. he's like De Niro from Meet the Fuckers. And he oh, keeps wow. calling Seth Rogen Fucker. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing here, Fucker? <laughs> nice. I love it. Um, it's directed by a female director called Emerald Fennell. He's actually quite young looking when you see her photo. That's photo. a gangster fucking name. Emerald right? Fennell. Is she She's a- an English director she's only a year older than us she's directed episodes of the crown episodes of killing eve both of which i watch mm-hmm. um and yeah it comes to promising young woman as the a director and it's about a young woman traumatized by a tragic event in her past seeks out vengeance against those who cross her path this doesn't so, sound like your thoughts it sounds like you're reading correct so basically now <laughs> that i won't read <laughs> 
I never want to get the like basic one sentence plot overview wrong. But essentially, when you watch the trailer, it's very obvious she's going to clubs, getting very, very drunk, ensuring the guys take her home, and then going, surprise! She's not actually drunk. She was putting it on to begin with, and she's trying to prove a point that you've only taken me home because you think you can get lucky because I'm so intoxicated. And then someone beats her up as And then, no, she just makes an example of him, says, I'm not drunk, this could happen to anyone, stop doing what you're doing, this is not good enough, blah, blah, blah. It has a very Me Too movement vibe within it, so it's very timely. And we don't know why she's doing it yet, but she's clearly done it to hundreds of guys because she's got a diary where she checks them off each time she gets one of them to take her home. Um, And, yeah, the whole point is like, oh, you fucked up. (laughs) I'm not actually drunk. I just smeared my lipstick a little bit and wore something a little bit different. So you'd think that I was struggling like she's just always on her own, really clumsy, falling apart. They take her home and they all try and make a pass at her. And she's like, nah, that's it. There's not one good natured human out there that's fucked up. No, it's it's pretty bad. What country is it set in? Uh, America. Ah, yeah. okay. So she's English, but she's got an American accent. But then, obviously, about a third of the way through, we understand why she's doing it. So something happened with her and a friend in college, and the college never believed her or her girlfriend. Um, and so she's got this whole plan that she maps out that you don't realise. You just think she's taking these dudes home, making a point, and sort of winning in that regard. But it's actually this huge plan that unfolds over the next hour 58 and you're like oh shit things you didn't expect were part of her plan were and was it actually hour 58 or yeah. are you counting the credits so is it more like hour 55 let's go hour 55 yeah right, very sick. important question i'm thank you for asking that <laughs> yeah just <laughs> derailing you apologies yeah, yeah. um so yeah i did like the twists and turns in it felt very contemporary it was nice little reminders to the dudes of like yo respect the ladies be a gentleman be a gentleman and yeah, it was just cool to see her plan unfold. Not um, not a Hollywood ending in in the sense of what happens for she our gets, protagonist. She gets run down by a car, doesn't she? Oh uh, no! But I'll tell you off air just in case anyone w- wants to watch it because it is very new. Uh, it hasn't been out for very long. Yeah, how'd you see it, Jade? Oh, I just I went to the cinema. Because out in the, that's right, Australia. Australia all our Australian listeners, where go check it we'll out. All, there's not a lot out. We'll all simultaneously flex on all of the listeners who aren't Australian because they can't go to cinemas they and shit. They cannot. They are Punk limited bitches. to their couch, streaming on their 58-inch TV. That's the, the the inches of my TV. <laughs> what, what size is yours? I don't know. Stacey's something. got the 75 to show off. Yeah, let's not rob us. <laughs> and at the end of this episode, I'll be giving out Melfo's <laughs> hey, address. You, you rob, you'll have heck to pay with Stace because they won't be robbing my shit. They'll be robbing her shit. Yeah, I'm not messing with you or Stace, so boom. Yeah, I'll boop at you. But anyway, yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting. It's one of the only new things that's out at the moment besides the dry and a couple other things. And I'm not even sure of what's really coming out next except for all of this stuff that's online. So yeah, I'm so I, – like I don't even get excited for trailers anymore because mm. I don't know how long it's going to be before I can actually physically yeah, watch them. Yeah, this is them. true. And like we said, I think, last episode, I mm. still don't really count – movies on netflix or like netflix yeah. originals and shit like that as movies and that's, that's why we struggled with it. our 2020 review because we're like what actually was out in the cinema that we'd classify as a film i think i watched unhinged in 2020 but i don't think it's a 2020 film no it, oh, i think it was yeah it was yeah all i gotta say is russell crowe is all right in my book all right 
And I've got that film to watch at some point. So if you recommend it, then I'll add it to the list. It's good for what it is. Mm. It's he, it's essentially a horror movie where mm. the, the the monster is a guy behind the wheel of a car. Right. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, and the other thing I watched recently too. I'm watching it with my year twelves at the moment. Jojo Rabbit. So I've watched. We watched an hour two of that today, and How none of them have seen it. No shit. None of them. So do kids even I like watch that. movies anymore? Or is it just all YouTube <laughs> it's and shit? It's just not one that would appeal to them if you think about it. Like Nazi Germany, how many times have we seen World War Two? Th- yeah, but in their generation, how many World War Two movies have they seen? Well, they, they don't know. They, what they, they, they weren't even grow, alive no, when they Seven Pro Rolling came out. Reading Morris Gleitzman's Once and the guy who wrote who wrote Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Um, it's not coming to me. It's right there. John Boone, Boone, Boyne, John Boyne. He wrote, yeah, they grew up with Book Thief, Boy in the Strap Pajamas, the Once Now Then series, Gleitzman. So they're familiar with the, the tropes of World War Two in fiction. Um, yeah, but but obviously this cinema. turns it on the head. Is it's what? In cinema. What oh, cinema, seen? yeah. Like, it's probably just something that wouldn't have... They probably wasn't even on their radar, so... Did they watch... You should get them to watch Inglourious Bus. <laughs> yes. Well, but a one class last year did watch it, so we couldn't necessarily do it for that reason because there would have been a bunch of students that had already done it, so we had to be conscientious of that. Which is why you got uh, that lovely young woman, Skarjo, who's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. made Colin Jost an honest man. <laughs> Has he? I don't know. I don't know if they're married Has yet. Has she, they're, I mean. No, they, no, they, they are. are. They yeah, are, yeah. Yeah. That was a great thing that uh, Michael Shea said in one of the weekend updates. Oh, really? We're both doing great. You married Scarlett Johansson. I got like a new treadmill. We're both doing fine. (laughs) We're okay. Yeah. It's same, same. (laughs) Pretty much. But yeah, no, they definitely are married. So, Uh, but yeah, they, yeah, promising woman, young woman, go check it out. I don't think it was based on a true story or adapted from a book or anything. Starring somebody Mulligan. Yes, Carrie Mulligan. You go, check go it get out. it, Carrie. Get the fuck up. What a tune. And naturally, top 10 on the Netflix. Nice. I just want to say that that song reminds me of Sam Rockwell in Charlie's Angels, the Drew Barrymore version. He's dancing, doing some slick moves, got his shades on. I think he's sipping on a Coke, maybe with a straw. Yes. Yeah, he's so good. Looking fly as fuck. We all love Sam Rockwell here in this room. Oh, we really do, especially Maggie. Number 10. On Netflix in Australia is a film called Squared Love. Ugh. Yep. A celebrity journalist and renowned womanizer starts to rethink his life choices when he falls for a mysterious model who leads leads a double life. She cool sounds man. Sounds like a secret agent. It also <laughs> sounds secret agent man. Number nine, Hunter Killer, which is the Gerard Butler like submarine type film. Ooh, submersion. Submersion. So when the Russian president gets kidnapped in a coop, an American submarine captain leads a rescue mission in the hopes of avoiding an all-out war. A nice action film for you. All about that war. Number eight is the sitcom Superstore. 
Oh, it's is got that five seasons out. Is that uh, Homegirl, America Ferrera? America Ferrera, yeah, from Ugly Betty Days. She's the lead in that, from what I know. I know her in End of Watch, saying the famous oh, line, yes. why don't you sit down, La? Sit down. That's not her, is it? No, she tells La to sit down. Oh, and nice. then La goes, you know what? <laughs> I must sit down. <laughs> oh, I love that part. Um, number seven, Bridgerton is still in there. The Porn. Basically, like period piece slash Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. Um Number six must be new release, Edge of Tomorrow, with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Oh, good film. So good. We re- rewatched it together like a year ago. Bill Paxton. What a man. What a man, what a man, what a man. What a mighty good man. Mighty, mighty good man. Anyway, number five is News of the World, which is the... We actually watched the trailer one time, but it's the Paul Greengrass, Tom Hanks... Film, a Civil War veteran who travels from town to town reading the news, undertakes a perilous journey across Texas to deliver an orphaned girl to a new home. I just, I'm picturing a dude behind a news desk. (laughs) (laughs) But seeing he's a war veteran, he's probably got some psychological damage and he's homeless. It's set in like Western sort of. I remember. Yeah, that trailer. Yeah, but it didn't look anything like what you just described. No. But nah. what do I know? What I do I know? Just a guy with a microphone. Number four, thanks to season seven being available on Netflix now, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I did start watching that. Nice. I love the Debbie episodes. Like from the scratch? or No, no, just the latest the season. Yeah, nice. And Samir Tens were talking about it in care group today. Like, yeah. oh, I've watched this. Don't tell me what happens, blah, blah, blah. You and didn't they're... even react to the, my, my bringing up of Debbie. I, I can't remember who Debbie is. She's the, the redhead who steals the cocaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm like, oh, I could easily rewatch that show actually, and I just have never gotten to it. But um, they are filming season eight as we speak, so good for them. Hopefully, they'll be out sooner rather than later. Hopefully, uh, we get more uh, of the Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, number, what did I say? What am I up to? Four, three. Number three is what? to all the oh, boys. Yep. To all the boys, Apologies. always and forever. So it's. The third film of this series, To All the Boys I Never Loved, was the first one. Is that the one with the guy from Euphoria? Uh, Euphoria, Euphoria. The uh, Creep? No. Because wasn't he Netflix famous before he got on that or something? Yeah. He, no, wait, no, he, he was in Kissing Booth. Is that what yes, it's called? Correct. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, this I'm, is I'm someone else. F- my brain went there because yeah, I think there's a Kissing Booth too. There is. Yeah, and seeing you said third. Right. And it sounds like something I'd never watch. Pretty much. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Putting all the puzzle pieces together. Oh, yeah. And I still bit didn't get that. bit. Number two, bit Firefly bit Lane, a series that's just been released with Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk from Scrubs. I know who um, Sarah Chalk is. Shit. Okay, shit. Maybe our listeners don't. But best friends, Tully and Well, Kate. where's Catherine Heigl from? That's right. Roswell. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Heigl, so I haven't rushed to this one. I don't mind, you know, looking at her because I'm a man and she's a, a decent, very decent mm-hmm, woman. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, acting-wise, can't do it. But, yeah, it's basically about a 30-year of friendship between Heigl and Chalk's characters. Um, and number one is <gasps> a piece of knowledge. She was also oh. second Becky in yes. Roseanne. Yes, I, that's right. Definitely saw her on that before I saw her on Scrubs. Um which you have never really watched. Scrubs, no. Uh, number one is non-fiction. Crime scene, The Vanishing at Cecile Hotel. <laughs> the notorious hotel grows in infamy when a guest, Elisa Lamb, vanishes from the creator of the Ted Bundy tapes. 
Oh no, Ted Bundy tapes. Oh wait, no, I haven't seen Ted Bundy tapes. No, I think they based Shockingly Evil and Something Something Vile that really long title on it, or, or they, they came out they around the same time. They definitely used stuff from that as source materials. I know that much. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, much like they used this the tape that. But it doesn't show because the movie's not good. It's Ted Bundy. Oh movie. right, I haven't actually seen it, so. It's strange. Mm, okay. They kind of almost. It's uh, mostly from the f- uh, the girlfriend's perspective. Point, point of view, yeah. Right, and that's what's been different to previous adaptations or versions of. It's his weird. Story. I say they kind of like glorify him. They don't do any of the gore and all that kind of stuff, but they still they perpetuate him as this this charming gentleman. Yes. Yeah. Which yep, yep, yep. very far from it. Like mm. he probably was the best looking serial killer, but that's yeah. not hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and he knew how to talk to women, which mm. he was a talker. Again, yeah. very not something serial killers are famous for. Mm-mm. They're yeah, more true. like, hey, see this plastic bag? I'm gonna <laughs> put it over your head now. But that's only an inner monologue. <laughs> they don't even say it out loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, so true. Because if, if they did, they'd be running in the other direction. So uh, sorry, what was number one again? Uh, crime scene, uh, Cecile Hotel. Okay, cool. And we got onto that because mm. of tapes. All right. Tapes. A theme in the American Psycho book. Everyone's always going to return videotapes. (laughs) He does. It's a regular occurrence. Mm -hmm. And uh, very predictable by the end of it. Ooh. Or is it? So to a bit of uh, news, the Golden Globes. So you don't believe Globes. in shoes and cars. Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. The 78th Golden Globes will air on February 28th, hosted by Tina Fey and Omi Poehler from opposite sides of the country. One's in the East, one's in the West. That's right. It's going to be a virtual Golden Globes, much like the Emmys were in September of last year. But uh, a week ago, the nominees were... Released. Jane Fonda will be get receiving the Cecil B. DeMille prestigious award that they give out every year. And Norman Lear will win the third Carol Burnett Award, which was inaugurated a couple of years ago with Carol Burnett and then Ellen DeGeneres. Um, What's that award for? It just basically honouring the career of a particular Hollywood star right who's on. obviously been around for a very long time. But uh, nominations, best motion picture drama. It's quite interesting because a lot of these I hadn't heard of or are streamed movies. So, The Father, Mank, <laughs> Nomadland, what? Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of Chicago 7. I know Chicago 7 from Netflix. Netflix. It's got a big yep. cast. Mank is Netflix as well with Amanda Seyfried and someone else. Um, and Nomadland, yep, never heard of it. Promising mm. Young Woman, we just spoke about that 20 minutes ago. Best performance by an actress, Viola Davis. For Mank. For Mank, for Miss, no, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrew Day, the United States first Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Kerry Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Then for Best um, Performance by an Actor, Riz Ahmed from Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, 
and Tahar Rahim from the Mauritanian. Not sure who that is, but yeah, best musical Borat. Okay. So Borat subsequent movie film Hamilton, one called Music, Palm Springs, which was the um, Andy Samberg Amazon uh, film, right? Yep. And the Prom, which was that musical I watched with Kidman, Streep, Corden, etc. You say Corden? James Corden. How yeah. did you sit through that? Uh, because of all the other people. That gentleman is insufferable. <laughs> yeah, I don't love him. Yeah, you're right. You got a point on that. So, best actress in comedy, Maria Bakalova from Borat. Okay. Kate Hudson, music. Michelle Pfeiffer, French exit. Rosamund Pike, I care a lot. And Anna Taylor Joy Emma, who's the main chick from Queen's Gambit. Jade. So she's blowing up at the moment. I know who she is. Oh, she good. was in she Split. Like... She's dope. Oh, yeah. She's also one of, the, one of the people. For, it is a very good movie. She was also in New Mutants. And yes, of course, ladies and gentlemen, most recently, The King of the Gamut. Now, these five actors I've actually heard of. Best actor in a motion picture, co- musical, comedy. Sasha Bo- Baron Cohen for Borat. Subsequent movie film <laughs> is his title. James Corden, The Prom. Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. I feel like that came out ages ago. But Same. Been, yeah. Well, I know the, the musical did, yeah, as in the stage been a show. Film since, but I, I wasn't yeah. even aware there was a film. Me neither. Dev Patel. Uh, the personal history of David Copperfield and Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Then you go through for your animated films, your foreign language films. Best actress in a supporting role, Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Jodie Foster, Amanda Seyfried, and Helena Zengel, the young Jody, girl from News of the World. Jodie Foster was in some She was in that one called Mauritanian, and I don't know what that is. Okay, good for her. Um, best actor in supporting role, Sasha Baron, Baron. Sasha Baron Cohen was in the trial of the Chicago 7 in a serious role. Yes, he was. And gets a nod for that. Uh, Jared Leto for The Little Things, Bill Murray, um, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Best Director, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. David Fincher did Mank. Regina King did One Night in Miami. Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of Chicago 7. And Is that the old bloke, Sorkin? Yeah, the kind old of old, middle-aged, yeah. Oh, let me look him up, sorry. And uh, Chloe Zhao from Nomadland. Uh, we've got Best Screenplay, Best Score, Best Song, um, Best Television Drama, The Crown, Lovecraft Country, the Mandalorian, Ozark, that always gets nods. Always. Ozark, Emmys, Golden Globes, whatever. And Ratchet. Doesn't surprise me because Desperate Housewives got a lot of nods too. Oh, this is a great lineup. Best actress, best performance by an actress in the television drama. Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Emma Corrin from The Crown. Laura Linney, Ozark. Sarah Paulson, Ratchet. Best actor, Jason Bateman, Ozark. Josh O'Connor, The Crown. Al Pacino for that Amazon show, Hunters. Um, best Television Comedy, Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuoco, The Great, Shit's Creek. Like, God, that ended, but it's racked up all the Emmys, so it'll be interesting it to see. Still around last season. So what that good, yeah. And Ted Lasso. And then Kaylee Cuoco's up for Flight Attendant. Um, it's interesting. Have if you, you get to the that? bottom here, no, I haven't. Okay. Hedge said it was interesting. And then you get to the end with the TV and everyone from Shit's Creek gets nominated again. Catherine O'Hara, uh, Eugene Levy. Um, it gets nominated for Best Comedy. And You see Dan Levy uh, posted SNL recently? Oh, no, I didn't see that. He did. It was good? Did you watch it? I or? didn't because I don't have the means. Ah, uh, okay. 
but I still I've still got SNL on my Twitter feed, so they tell me. And yeah, I go, nice. I guess I won't be trash, watching that. They? Yeah. Uh, best actress in a limited series: Kate Blanchett, um, Nicole Kidman for The Undoing, that one I watched with Hugh Grant, and Anna Taylor Joy gets a nod for Queen's Gambit. I, I feel like she might win because that just blew up. Everybody then, was buying chess sets. She's an influence. How good is this for the male biggest category. thing since uh, Jennifer Aniston with the Rachel? <laughs> But this section here, best actor in a limited series, Brian Cranston, Jeff Daniels, Hugh Grant, Ethan Hawke, Mark Ruffalo. TV's, TV's is a new like, movie thing. Yeah, All these same guys with are going to TV. Gillian Anderson, Helen Bonham Carter, uh, Cynthia Nixon are all up. And then, yeah, Dan Levy gets a nod for Schitt's Creek, Jim Parsons, etc. So total nominations by motion picture distribution, Netflix 22, and then Amazon Studios 7. Like, it's a huge difference between who was releasing and who was releasing the stuff that's been nominated. And then by television distributor, Netflix 20, HBO 7. So Netflix just still, even with all of these other competitors, is at the forefront of distribution and, well, critically acclaimed shows, really. They've got the money to pump out a multitude of shit. So that's why, you know... I'm just. I, re- I, I, I am bummed that it's going to be a virtual ceremony and that we're not going to have Tina and Amy together in person, but it's still them together with their banter, with their opening monologue that I really look forward to. Um, They'll still be able to riff. Yeah, I think it, it, it'll be guaranteed to be entertaining, I, I hope anyway. So I'll definitely be paying attention to that. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Shit's Creek go out with the same sort of success that they had at the Emmys because they just wiped all of the awards Not out. if I have anything to do with it. Oh, <laughs> he's going <laughs> to get in there. He's going to change all the envelopes. But yeah. No, so that. check that out in 12 days time. We'll be able to talk about the winners in season seven. You just low-key said that I was involved in uh, voter fraud. <laughs> I'm sure the Hollywood foreign press have had some scandal in their time, but whew, 2021's not looking good for them if you get involved. Yes. The HPFA, the Hollywood Foreign Press, when not treated. <laughs> There's this whole segment that Polar and Faye do about how it's they confuse the HFPA, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, with HFPE. That's why I got confused. PF That's what this face was. Yeah. Because you, you said the, the letters that didn't sync up, so I was <laughs> a little confused. HPV, is it? I don't know, but yeah. I just didn't realise you were doing a bit, so Yeah, no, nah, look, it's a confusing afternoon here in this 35-degree heat or whatever it is. What, what are you looking at? It's not a Yeti, it's a blue. <laughs> you're looking at your microphone? Blue. Yeah, it comes out. It's a Yeti. Mine's a ATR. Uh, audio technician. But anyway, we are very grateful that the microphones decided to work this time around. And that I'm here. And that you're here with your microphone. Yeah. And that you don't have to turn around 20 minutes later to return home via the train. It's a win-win today. So thank you for your attendance. Thank you for your thanks for, for, of oh, attendance. Say for hosting, but oh, that's all right. You call that hosting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Um, but yes, we do have every intention to come back for more episodes for a season seven. Good number. Mofo has good plans, great plans, great things are happening, don't you? Yeah, oh, well, I need to tell you off air some ideas oh. I actually do legitimately oh, have. Oh, yeah. here we go. So watch this space. This episode will be up, well, when you see it. So <laughs> we'll try not to make the gap between episodes as long. Um, 
in between. But anyway. This is a commitment from Jade. Yeah. And her solely that we will not <laughs> have such a gap. So if it doesn't happen. But we may or may not be taking some kind of break between right. seasons, which probably will be less than the break we had between <laughs> episodes here. It's very true. So thanks for another good season, Jade. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Thank you as well. Sorry there was no surprise snacks today. Yeah, I know. Well, that was the surprise, that there was no surprise snacks. Yes. Because it got bombarded last episode, that's it, for sure. It was great. Mm-hmm. And everything was half decently tasty. Oh yeah! Which reminds me, I need to throw out those those lamb <laughs> chippies. It was, I saw them. <laughs> glad him, you didn't say lamb chops. <laughs> I saw them in the cupboard the other day. I'm like, why are you still here? Oh no! I, I just left them there because why? I classic, don't know. classic. But uh, Arnott's, if you want to support us and uh, sponsor us in the future, we will happily eat your and consume your not beverages. Tiny teddies. Your tiny teddies. I like the honeycomb ones. I think they were honeycomb oh, ones. Oh, damn. That's been a while. Mm. It's been a while. Can't say I've had a tiny teddy in a long I haven't even time. S- I haven't e- they haven't even caught my eye either. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I don't even know if they're still a thing. They do. I've seen kids with them. But the little baggies? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the boxes, though. Baggies. <laughs> baggies <laughs> is what you said. Yeah, baggies. Little baggies. Little baggies. Little baggies. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen them. I am so being mocked. We'll I, get that I for um, see myself out. See yourself out and uh, get some tiny teddies on the way. And I'm going to borrow some books because we can <laughs> do book club. From you, I mean. I ain't going to a library. Oh, yeah. My school doesn't even have a library, so what are you going to do? I remember, were you, was your, yeah, you're still at the same school. Mm-hmm. Was your school on the news when you went to like, yep. when you cleared out the library? Sure. And that sure was. crazy lady was just like, it's the future. She's not the principal there it's anymore. The she way don't of care. the future. Yeah. That's right. No, she's not. So uh, shout out. <laughs> Her name was like something hard, like Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my great grandma was Joyce. What a legend. That's a hard name, man. Yeah, she, respect, she, respect. She's a tough lady, probably. Probably. All right. So season six, we're on the way out. Mm-hmm. Peace out. A town. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.